The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello, this is Annalisa Trofimuk, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. Good morning. Before I get started, I want to apologize ahead of time. Um, if you hear any noises of like birds in the background, the birds outside of my window right now are incredibly loud. So I'm very sorry about that. I have really nowhere else I can do this. <laughs> um, but in today's podcast, we will talk about the stay-at-home order extension. We will hear about new funding coming to Decatur to help offset COVID-19 impacts locally. Um, I also have a brief state and Macon County case and test summary. Stay tuned through the end of this podcast because I also have a few Decatur and Macon County announcements that I will share at the end. Um, And before we take a look here, I want to remind you that the stories mentioned today can be found in the print editions of the Herald Interview and online at herald-review.com. We have dropped the online paywall for all coronavirus coverage because we want everyone to be able to access the most up-to-date health information. All right, so let's dive in. Today's resource highlight is the Northeast Community Fund. We've mentioned them before in an earlier podcast, but reporter Garrett Karsten put together a more in-depth story about how it is one of several service agencies filling the gaps for families who are struggling financially because of COVID-19. Northeast is offering their, in their drive-thru, Pre-filled boxes to clients instead of them picking out the food. Boxes Monday included a bunch of food and supplies, frozen pizza, cereal, fresh produce, juices, pasta, toilet paper, and several other items. The agency also provides family investment and microfinance programs. Until the stay-at-home order is lifted, its clothing room will not be open and financial services will be done remotely via phone call. They are doing all of this great work while operating with a limited staff. And clients who visit the pantry drive through are asked to keep two weeks between each visit and have an ID verification. Hours remain 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday and Friday. In Decatur area news, the city of Decatur is one of seven central Illinois cities receiving federal funds to help combat the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. A total of about $5 million in disaster recovery grants have been awarded, U.S. Reps Rodney Davis and Darren LaHood announced Tuesday. Decatur is set to receive $834,287, money that city officials said would be used to help the community recover. The funding was appropriated through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, which Davis and LaHood voted for and President Donald Trump signed into law on Friday. Decatur City Manager said the money comes in addition to CDBG money awarded to Decatur already earlier this year. For state news, by now I'm sure you've heard that Governor Pritzker announced on Monday the extension of the stay-at-home order through the end of April. Editor Allison Petty reports Pritzker initially closed schools and restaurants and bars on March 13th, then issued the stay-at-home order March 21st. The period was to end April 7th, but Experts have said the rising number of cases in Illinois won't have reached its peak by then. The State Department of Public Health is reporting 937 new cases of the disease caused by the new coronavirus, bringing the state's total to 5,994. Additionally, there have been 26 more deaths, bringing that total to 99 statewide. 
The cases exist in 54 of the state's 102 counties. The Commission on Government Forecasting and Accountability, a bipartisan legislative fiscal analyst, said Tuesday that it's possible that the economic impact of COVID-19 could mean a drop in state tax revenues of $8 billion, about 20% of the state's typical annual income, although the loss might be spread over several years. Allison, in her article, includes more information about the national testing shortage, and you can read this online at herald-interview.com. In Macon County, 18 tests for COVID-19 are pending, officials said Tuesday. The number of confirmed cases remains at two. The county's crisis communication team gives a daily afternoon update about the status of the testing, and on Tuesday, it said 34 tests have been completed in Macon County. In addition to the pending and positive results, 14 tests were negative. 11 Macon County residents have tested elsewhere, and 10 were negative results. One is pending. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we have some announcements. The Herald and Review will host a Facebook Live with U.S. Rep. Rodney Davis around 10 a.m. Friday to answer questions from readers about the $2 trillion economic rescue package meant to offer relief from the effects of the coronavirus pandemic, which President Donald Trump signed last week. Some of the questions and answers will be included in a print edition of the newspaper. The aid package includes government payments of $1,200 to most Americans, increases jobless benefits for millions of people thrown out of work, and allows loans, grants, and tax breaks for businesses large and small. To submit a question, you should email me, and I will include my email in this article, but I will also spell it out for you. It's quite long. Um, My email is a... Trophamuck at herald com. That's A T like Tom, R O F like Frank, I M like Mary, UK at herald com. And I'm sure my coworkers just love hearing that little routine of spelling my last name every time I'm on a phone call. You can also call me at 217 421 7985 and leave a message. That is my office phone, and I will be checking those as often as I can. I want to add just one more announcement. The Heralds and Reviews parent company, Lee Enterprises, announced on Tuesday pay cuts and furloughs. Due to COVID-19, several media outlets are having to do the same or even worse, like move to online only or eliminating some print days. And it is really such a wonderful feeling when I see people on social media supporting their favorite local businesses. And... The Herald and Review, like those local businesses, needs support too. More specifically, we need your support. If you are already a subscriber, then you know how hard our reporters, editors, photojournalists, and entire staff works to put out the paper each day. We have a passion for highlighting stories in our community. If you haven't done so already, please consider supporting local journalism through one of our subscriptions. An online subscription costs right now only $3 for three months, and really every dollar counts. I will include a link in this article where you can see a list of all the other subscriptions as well. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy your day, and I'll see you tomorrow.